You're listening to WQPH 89.3 FM, Shirley Fitchburg, Queen of Perpetual Help, and welcome to another edition of WQPH's Local Matters. And on this week's broadcast, we bring you from the Catholic Marketing Network, our WQPH's Mary Ann and sister station WSFI's Angela Tomlinson, they're interviewing Richard Wenzel. And he presents a new way to evangelize in your hometown. So please take a listen. And if you would like a copy of this broadcast, we will be featuring it as a podcast on our website. And if you would like more information on WSFI, visit WSFICatholicRadio.org. Following the interview will be a song by Randy Albright, Our Lady of Perpetual Help. You can find his music on livingfatima.com. And also there will be some prayers and some exciting upcoming events with WQPH. Learn more at wqphradio.org. Welcome to this very special episode of WSFI Spotlight. We are recording here from the Catholic Marketing Network. I'm your host, Angela Tomlinson, and the other host, our guest host, is Miriam Harold from WQPH. Welcome, Miriam. Thank you, Angela. And with us today is a very special guest, someone that I've known for a number of years through a mutual friend. His name is Rich Wenzel. So Rich Wenzel provides Divine Mercy outdoor images. But these aren't just any images, Rich. I mean, it's so hard to explain. Tell us what you do. I think, uh, first off, we have to understand why we do what we do and how we uh, find that this is an evangelization opportunity. And that is because, first off, Jesus told Faustina that, first off, to paint this image and that we would have this particular image at this time in our old church and how important it is right now for us. But not just for the faithful that are going in the church, but this is for, as Jesus told Faustina, is once it is honored in our chapels and in our convents, it is to be taken and everyone should have access to it. So our hope is to come behind it and uh, bring it to the world or bring it to as many souls as we can and hopefully reach them because what Jesus then told us in another part of the diary is that he will reach souls through this image. Let every soul have access to it. And that's what I'm very much about. That's what we're very much about. And uh, I want my kids to go by it. I want my uh, friends to go by it. And uh, I just want them to happen to get stuck in the traffic and uh, happen to be, Jesus, I trust in you right where they are. So tell us a little bit. Now, we've seen in Illinois, we've seen the one that's outside of Marytown. Seen Marytown. Okay, that's uh, that gets viewed mainly probably by the pilgrims. And there's a lot of pilgrims going through there. Yes. And as a matter of fact, the rector was in at the uh, exhibit uh, during this time. Father Benedict, and uh, he says uh, he was seeing it during the pandemic and uh, things were closed down. He says he would see entire families kneeling in front of the Divine Mercy image in front of Marytown. And I I thought, you know, Jesus just brings people and it's an excellent way to reach souls. And that's what all we're about is reaching souls one at a time. No, it's not just a... Tell us about the size of the image. I mean, it's, okay. it's, it's understates it across. It's, like, it's gigantic to Well, me. I'd say one of our images is down on the highway, the Kennedy Expressway going into downtown. Some of the people in the folks are uh, saying, yes, they've got it. 
But that image happens to be 22 foot tall. Wow. And it's on three sides. So it's printed. It's a triangular three-sided image. It is reaching souls that are, uh, you know, going on the highway, coming on the highway. And actually on Google Docs, you'll see it. It says it has potential of 320,000 views a day. Wow. Yeah. So we are trying to reach souls wherever that, that might be. I'm sorry. How did you do that? How did you get the image? Well, the- well you know what? God provides. So, you know. My business has always been branding, and somehow or another, I got floated into branding of this uh, of the Jesus, and what a gift for our time. That's incredible. Where else do you have the images? Images, another very important spot, if you're up by Libertyville, is over at Mundelein University at the St. Mary of the Lake Seminary. About two years ago, uh, when I was, you know, and how these images actually come about, and that's a story in itself, but that image at Mundelein came about because they always move through personal relationships. These were two seminarians that got involved. One of them was carrying the relic of St. Faustina. He says, I am going to pray for this. And uh, they kept praying and telling, I'd see him every few months and uh, you know, we're, yeah, yeah, we're praying, we're doing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Finally, uh, they brought me up there and they said, we're here, we're pouring the concrete tomorrow. We wanna to make sure you know. I said, pouring the concrete? And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, are you putting the concrete right here? It's like in this forest. Why are you going to put Jesus down there? Well, not only did they pour the concrete because it was the fall, and that was the beginning of getting ready for the image to come, but during that fall and that, that next season, they took down all the trees in that area and the bushes underneath, grounded. I come up there and I was like, wow, is this beautiful. I see the lake right from the top. I see the image, and it's all put together right. It's just beautiful. I did not know they had one. So it's at University of St. Mary of the Lake? Yes, and the the, The seminary. It's actually been closed, and it's open now from noon to 5 if you come in on their Highway 45. So you can make a visit to that image, and it's right down from the Tomb of the Unborn. They have a, a tombstone right there for the unborn. And the image is right down by the lakes. It's a beautiful setting. Now, do you only do Illinois, or are you open other actually, states? Actually, it depends on where the go-getters are. Oh, where the go-getters. Boston. I have, Boston. Come I to have, Boston. I have a go-getter, and I'm going to tell you this story because he actually just called yesterday while I'm passing here. He's in Connecticut. He's in the Hartford oh. Diocese of Connecticut. And he said to me, he says, you know what? If I wait for the priest to say yes and get the money for this, he says, I'll never get it done. So he says, I'm going to get it done. So on this guy, you know, and he's an older gentleman that has popularity because he used to be on the radio. He was on the television. And uh, so he has a a network of people around him. But uh, he first got us going. He says, I'm going to enter the the churches that I can get to first. And we went on a first visit there and we installed four images. And two weeks ago, we were back out there installing five more images. So around that Hartford Diocese, on the churches, are images. There are nine images out there. And he called me yesterday to tell. And it was such a cool story because he says, we went by accident to the St. Bridget Church that we thought we were installing on. And I was with my son. We do the installing. And he says, uh, the father sees me with my notebook looking, where is this image? I got a rendering. I don't even see the building here. And he comes out of the rectory and he says, he said, what are you looking for? And I says, oh, I'm looking for where we're going to put the divine mercy image. I says, he says, well, what church is it? He said, I said, St. Bridget. He said, well, do you know there are three St. Bridget's in this area? And they're all on Main Street, but in different towns along the way. I said, are you serious? 
Well, Father, I, I, I had to tell Father that story. And he says, I said, well, do you know about the divine mercy? He says, oh, yeah, I got a note from Father Nadali. And he said, he's telling me about this image coming and what's going on. He says, well, Father, Father called me yesterday. He says, the guy that you met by accident, that's that priest. He wants to now put up an image. Wow. I thought, wow, God bless. How he, cool was that? Jesus wanted to be there. Oh, is that fun? It is yeah. so outrageous. Yeah, so that'll be on our next trip. How many images... How many do you I don't know. Have? We have a lot of images because we also have a home image. More than 10? Uh, oh, oh more, many more than 10. More oh, than yeah. 100? Oh, yeah. More, many more than 100, yeah. Is it close to 1,000? No. No. Yeah, I'm so going to say in the hundreds. You're coming up in to the that. hundreds. So if anyone's listening here and they want to be that go-getter. That's who we're looking for. We're looking for that. we got to have yeah, to hit that 1,000. Go, go to divinemercy33.org and you'll find the images uh, online. And if you want to do something from your home, which is a very great place to start be a, an evangelizer right from your front yard how do you do that you you go online you pick up an image you go to one of these retail stores that you actually have had many of them are going to take the images out to the retail stores right now and uh, they're actually a garden image and uh, we're showing an image in our exhibit that is it been in my garden for three and a half years and how wonderful it really does stand up they're made out of a steel a black steel and they've got a uh, you know they'll weather the uh, snow the ice the wind yes our, our audience has some uh, <laughs> some uh, some images around they've seen them they know them so yeah and and uh, it is always uh, every one of the images that we have including if we print and put the image at the church we always have them on two sides we want to be ready to go real quick if we ever have to flip it around for any reason or at my home I like the idea that the image is on two sides take the image in take also the image out Take Jesus with us everywhere. Coming and going. Always. We have divine mercy coming and going, Marianne. What do you think about yes, this? I, I, well, a few years ago, we worked with Father Seraphim about doing a divine mercy of life image of life. And that's pretty unusual because we have permission to put two angels alongside of it. It doesn't negate the message. Holding up aborted children. Wow. And so that's in our Adoration Chapel now at St. Wow. Joseph's in, in Medford. Wow. And I think this is the most wonderful way to evangelize on billboards, just the oh. way you're doing it. Oh, you know what? It's Jesus' method. It's not my method. It's what he already told us. And he so prepared us in the 1930s for the time that we're coming into. You know, we were only given this in the, uh, what, 2000, uh, you know, so it's, it's so relatively new in our whole church. We need to get them in Boston. Please we come. To, we, I, Boston's no, you're in Boston. I'm about, please, I zero. beg of you, come to Boston. I, we I will, will find the way. God okay. will give us the way. I, I'm there. If you want to get it, you want to you want to make this happen. I do. I want to make sure that everyone knows that how we get this done is a three-step process. And it's pretty simple. If a person sees that they have potential of where the image goes, Please, don't go right away to the pastor and ask for approval. Take the approval on yourself. Take a photograph of the area where you'd like that image. Send the photograph to me. I will implant in a rendering that image and turn around and send it back to you so you could see what the image looks like in the placement. 90% of this effort is in getting placement approval. The money is only 10% of the effort. 90% is getting the placement approval. Once I have that image back to you, you pray on it. You decide if this is correct for you or not. At that point in time, we will then take and say, okay, here's what it will cost. Here's what an idea. And the images really are pretty much about starting about, you know, install. They're about $2,500. 
That's all? So for, the, for a wall, a pretty good-sized wall image. Oh. So, so as long as we have, a, you know, like, like we're working with, just to give people an idea of what they have to come up with. Yeah. But I'm convinced, because none of our images have ever been paid for by a parish. They have all been paid for by an individual go-getter that has decided they're going to do this, and as a result of doing this, they said, I'm going to find a home, I'm going to make this happen, and as a result, they talked to their network of people, and all of a sudden, it's like, uh, we're going to go forward. Are there any near Planned Parenthoods? There's a wonderful story. If you have time, I'd love to tell you the story. Tell us. Because we'd love to have one overlooking. Okay. We in Chicago, and that's where I am from, in Chicago, we have the Planned Parenthood, that, not a Planned Parenthood, it was a, an abortion clinic that operated for 30-plus years on a street called Elston Avenue near Cicero in Chicago. Some of our audience has seen it. At that location, we put the Divine Mercy image up and had the image there for three years. During that three-year period, of course, each year we'd have the 40 days for life and the prayers. and you know. So the clinic that operated for 30 years during one of our 40 days for life, October the 18th, the Feast of St. Luke, the clinic closed. And it was a, a, you know, and the clinic closed and everybody says, oh, they're just going to remodel, they're going to come back. Well, about last October, we had our fifth anniversary of the closing of that clinic, and we still maintain the image across the street from the clinic wow. as a memorial to the unborn. Can I share something? Yes. A few years ago, we brought Father Imbarato to Fitchburg, where there was one of these facilities, and we did a Eucharistic procession. Wonderful. With, with, with that divine mercy of life image. And when we stood there, he had 5,500 people streaming this. At the same time. At the same time. And in the window of the abortion facility, we were on this side of the street with Jesus. And three people got pictures of Jesus inside the glass. Wow. Inside. And he was standing over the image and in a year and a half it closed wonderful so scene. you are on track i i say i say we're all on track not not just me this is jesus's method it's not my method we're just following what this. he says so i can ask this question what's the difference between an image and a picture oh that is so important because we are not in the secular world when we're doing this we are in the world that jesus gave us and we want to always relate to this when we talk about it as the image of divine mercy. They're not signs. They're not pictures. They're images of divine mercy. And we want to give it the honor as it is in the, throughout the whole diary. It's the image of divine mercy. And speak of it as the image of divine mercy and in I, our I, work. And I believe um, in Faustina's diary, St. Faustina's diary, she said that what Christ told her that when you gaze on the image of divine mercy, he's looking back at you. He's, it's, it's as if he's on the cross. It's a yeah. living image. Right. He kept right. saying it's a living image. Right. It is a living it's, image. He, he's alive. And, and he's again, looking reminding at you from us the cross. That I will reach souls through that image. So he will reach the souls if we just get the image out. So our work is to get and encourage each other. Be a go-getter and go out and get that image out. I'm okay, so all you go-getters. Yeah. Tell us once again, Rich Wenzel. Okay, how my do name they is do Rich, this? and they're going to, so they're going to, if they want to do this, they're going to go to our website, simply send us a, a photograph of where they'd like to have the image. We'll render it, send it to them at no charge. They can decide, and I say, keep praying on it, keep praying on it, keep praying on it. And when they get to that point, ask our Blessed Mother, and she'll help them find the money. What a Always great works. guest. And it's tell a, us your website one website more time. Website is divinemercy, 
33.org. And that 33 doesn't remind us of Jesus' death at 33 or remind us of Faustina's death at 33, but it reminds us of the mercy hour at 3 o'clock in the afternoon oh. and 3 o'clock in the morning. Oh. So DivineMercy33.org. Wow. Thank you. Divine Thank you, Marianne. God Thank bless you. you. God bless okay. you, too. All That's right. all you. the time we have God left. You. You're listening to WSFI Spotlight and WQPA. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Mother of perpetual help Help me now, I pray Swiftly send your assistance to me As I call on your powerful name Mother of Perpetual help on you, my hope does rest. Every hour of every day, as I'm put to temptation's test, always and forever by my side, you lead me to the cross. As I learn to trust in your merciful Son So my soul may not be lost You know the state of my soul Shamed and sinful I come to you My refuge, my rock, my home Mother of perpetual hell Send God's graces down Prepare me for my judgment day And to share in thy glorious crown Always and forever by my side You lead me to the cross As I learn to trust in your merciful Son So my soul may not be Oh, Mother of perpetual help, help me now, I pray. Swiftly send your assistance to me as I call on your powerful name. Mother of perpetual 
So I'm here with two of the former pilgrims that went to San Damiano with me, Luz and Miss Johan, who was a great pilgrim. So we're planning to go back again. And Luz was telling me some of her favorite memories. Share what you said about what the scent was when you got there. S-C-E-N-T. I'll just remember the wonderful time that I had when I went to San Damiano. It was very spiritual, very holy. And the first time that I walked to Our Lady, the Madonna de la Rosa, I bent down on my knees on the floor. She was looking at me. I closed my eyes in this very special perfume, the smell of roses, incense that I never had a smell before came to me. It was so spiritual and so special. That's something that I will never forget. Yes, and you've been taking a lot of the, of the water. I had five gallons of water. I think now I only have two left. And you've been giving yes. them out to people. I've been people. giving it out to people. I gave it to my brother-in-law who's very sick. And I was so happy because he's not really that spiritual. And he came back to me and he asked for more water. Beautiful. And I also brought it this week to my friend Concheta, who was having a lot of pain. So I gave her the, the water and she really liked it too. She had a leg problem. Yes. So we're going to go back. I'm planning to go back whenever, as soon as possible, that God give me the, the opportunity that I can go back. Yes. And if it's his will, you will. If it's his will, I yes. will. Yes. And I'm going to talk to Johan now. She was a wonderful pilgrim helping everybody. Tell me what your best remembrances are of that pilgrimage. What did you like about it? The statue of Mary when we went out and prayed in the little church and the two priests that was so nice. Yes. I hope they're there again. Yes. I'd love to see them. Yes, and you were a great helper to the family of the Pensione. Yes, you were helping with the dishes, picking up things, like you were right at home. I was helping, I was right at home. Yes. So you want to go back? Yes. Okay, God. Hail okay, Mary, God. full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us now and the hour of our death. Amen. Be blessed. Hello, this is Kendra Von Esch, a recovered corporate executive who left it all behind to help bring others to a deeper relationship with God and the beautiful Catholic faith. Here is my reflection for today. As you all know, we have been called to be disciples. Yet, so often, we're shy and we don't really know how to evangelize. So let's try something new. Do you have a stack of holy cards collecting dust stacking up in your drawer at home like I do? Maybe some of them are even blessed. So what if we all carried our holy cards with us, and then we waited for the Holy Spirit to prompt us to hand one to someone in need. That's what happened to me. A man in his 70s that I didn't know, a big six-foot-something burly man, gave me a card that said, I prayed for you today. I was in Mass 
It was after the Eucharist, as he was walking back to his pew. It touched me like I could never imagine. I cried and thanked God. It was just what I needed, and I was so grateful that that man listened to the Holy Spirit and gave me that beautiful gift and love from God. And now I know that I'm in his prayers. I say hi to him all the time, and I've received one more prayer card from him as well. So let's go be disciples and pass God's love out to others through these beautiful acts of love. For more inspiration, free downloads, and resources, check out KendraVonash.com. Have a blessed and inspired day. Join us in the breastplate of St. Patrick. Christ with me, Christ before me, Christ behind me, Christ in me, Christ beneath me, Christ above me, Christ on my right, Christ on my left, Christ when I lie down, Christ when I sit down, Christ when I arise, Christ in the heart of every man who thinks of me, Christ in the mouth of everyone who speaks of me, Christ in every eye that sees me, Christ in every ear that hears me. St. Patrick, patron of the Archdiocese of Boston, we ask your help, strengthen our faith, protect us, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We now invite you to join us in prayer for the protection of all human life from conception until natural death, as we recite the chaplet of St. Michael the Archangel. The chaplet is led by Joe Scheidler, the National Director of the Pro-Life Action League. If you have a personal prayer intention. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. By the intercession of St. Michael and his celestial choir of cherubim, may the Lord grant us the grace to leave the ways of sin and run in the paths of Christian perfection. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and in the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and in the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. By the intercession of St. Michael and the celestial choir of thrones, may the Lord infuse into our hearts a true and sincere spirit of humility. 
Thank you for listening to another edition of WQPH's Local Matters. We hope you enjoyed the broadcast and hope you have a blessed week.